It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Welcome. You found The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love, dating, romance, relationships. Hi, Simon Marcel, our bon, French romantic. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Good evening. I like your ooh-la-la hat. Well, that's part of the show, so we, we have those hats. Yeah, you like it? Yes, because we try to keep the romance and the ooh-la-la. It's the ooh-la-la studio. That's yes. where the love is made, talked about, discussed. The love is made in here. Well, Who's making love in here? We're making love mentally, so it's a studio of love, and ooh-la-la is the French way for that, so... I like my hat. I like your hat, too. There's one for you there, by the way. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. I'm glad it's white. You're wearing a pink one, which I love men that wear pink. It's a turn-on. I like pink shirts. I like pink color. Okay, I want to talk about weird turn-ons. Oh, yes. And this came from, Simon, you know, we talk about love dating everything on this show. Yeah. Um, You were telling us a story off the air that I want you to share with our listeners about a friend of yours got some ooh-la-la from his wife. When we come back, I want to talk about what your neighbor said to you because okay. it led me to things that I think it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, the turn ons. <laughs> um, like I said, pink hat, a man that can wear pink. That's a little bit of a weird turn on. I like it. <laughs> you like it? Yes. So I want to hear the story and we want to hear from you. What weird turn on do you have yeah. next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance relationships, all the drama and all the weird that comes with it. I say weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Marcel, our French romantic, you were telling us a story that I want you to share with our listeners about something that was a weird turn on. Yeah, kind of funny. True story. Uh, one of my neighbor and friend uh, played ping pong where he showed up and he's usually not shaved. It was a scruff on, but this time it was shaved like... Like a bald. Like an, yeah. Like a young man. You know, like fresh. a young man, 18 yes. years old fresh. Yes. I looked at him and I said, what's up? And he had a smile like a banana on his face and he said, you know, oh, well... <laughs> I got lucky. I had some ooh la I said, for real? I said, but why? I said, what's the relationship between being so shaved? And he, he said, well, my wife is only turned on by me when I shave like... When he shaves his face. But like totally, like nothing is... There's no one little You're hair very out. clean shaven. Well, I, I, you know, I shave it two or three days. I don't shave every day. Really? I don't. Because you come in like smooth like a baby's booty. I would assume <laughs> that you shave every day. No, every three days. Wow, okay. Yeah. So so then I, I said to myself, I said, I wonder, you know, and that leads to that question, you know, we each have one thing or two that turns us on. Yeah. Why his wife was so turned on by the fact that he shaved totally, I don't know. But that's what she liked. That to me wouldn't make a big deal. I like it when my husband has scruff. I like it when he's clean shaven. What's a weird turn on for you? So when I watch a woman walk with high heel shoes in a very feminine way, distinguished way, it's just a big turn on. The it's high the, heel shoes or the, just the way she walks? No, no, not it's the way she walks, the silhouette. The glide. Yes. The, the, the movement, the elegance. And so when that happens, it's like a dance. It's just a turn on. That's so cool. I, I don't know why. That, that, well, like, I can see how that would be sexy. I it, love the way um, my husband has a way of sitting that turns me on. Really? Yes. I don't Like what? I, uh, so I'm super into body language. I feel right. like I can read people's moods, their energy a lot with body language. And my husband has a very commanding, like, man way of sitting where that's a man that is like, owning a room without mm-hmm. doing anything that really gets me going sometimes. Ooh. Or when he walks around with no shirt on and just jeans. I don't know why. And it doesn't happen often. It's usually in the midst of him changing. He doesn't like typically walk around and cook like breakfast with his shirt <laughs> off. But every now and then I'll catch him when he's halfway through getting dressed and I'm like, All don't right. just stop right there and let me look at you for a second. Jill, our executive producer, <laughs> any like weird turn-ons that you have? 
I think this is weird because I've never really wanted kids. But if I see a guy who's really good with kids, like at a playground or on the street or something, that is a huge turn on for me. Because it gets to your heart. Yeah, because it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. A lot of women feel that way. But you admire the man. You are impressed by his devotion to his child. But how is that a turn on? Be- I guess the- there, Because men are more visual. Yes. Women are more Emotional. turned on sometimes by what we see in the future. There's a good provider. If he cares for something other than himself, right. like a puppy, like a baby, right. he'll care for me. He nurtures this other human, this other living thing, so he would nurture me. There's something in that that screams provider, good dad, good husband. But does it make you think ooh-la-la? Yes. Mm-hmm. It really it's a does, turn on, I, I really think that that is biological. It's okay. like, you know, like like hunter-gatherer, that provider type thing. Like, it goes very far back in our DNA, maybe. But for some reason, it triggers like, ooh, I want to get with that. Interesting. Yeah, and where, you know, it makes sense that something physical would be the the weird turn on for you because men are more visual yeah right so i mean 100 percent. and i get it oh listen i'll see a woman walk in high heels and i'll be like that girl is very sexy like the way she's walking and the way her legs look and and the lines of her body i understand that as well yeah it's beautiful yeah it is it is all right more i want to hear what our listeners have to say what are your weird turn-ons whether they're physical emotional like whatever triggers you and uh-huh. you're like oh my god i need that right now uh 855-905-8255 we all got our weird quirks and i have some that i'm reading online too that are super funny oh, that good. i want to share when we come back on the rendezvous with simon and angie welcome to the rendezvous with simon and angie thanks for being with us tonight the topic right now is weird turn-ons um, mm-hmm. You know, like everybody is turned on by an attractive person, you yes. know, whatever, whatever you're thinking. But we're talking about weird ones. You were saying that your friend, Simon, uh, my friend, the neighbor was that his wife was attracted by him only when he's totally shaved. I mean, his face, face. No, I don't know about the rest. <laughs> that like, I don't know. Whenever he shaves his face, that but, gets her engine revved. And only if it's perfectly shaved. Um, so, so I want to talk about some of the things that I've been seeing online. Jill was talking about a guy with a baby. I said uh, the way my husband sits on a chair turns me on for some reason. Yeah. The way a guy drives. That's somebody I can see oh, okay. that kind of because you're in control and yeah. can, like you know a man that is like commanding a room can like I love uh, watching a man at their job doing what they do like I think that's sexy like when you're when it's your hobby or your passion whatever it is if you're good at it I like to watch you do same it same for women by the way I yeah? think that's sexy too yeah um, it, it's so funny because on this list how a guy shaves is sexy to uh, women uh, sometimes interesting. Um, guys who I know that my parents will not approve of. For some reason, that's a turn on. <laughs> the bad boys. The bad boys. Uh, a little bit of road rage when he's driving. I don't see how that's a turn on at all. Neither do I. Um, uh, it's not physical, but I like when a boy challenges me with, I dare you to do this or to mm. do that. Um, being challenged, I think being challenged mentally is a turn on. Totally, Angie. I always hear. Intelligence. Yes. You should be more turned on by what you hear than what you see. That's true. Right? That's true. So let's, uh, Simon. So true. Yeah, let's go to the phones and see the weird turn ons <laughs> that our listeners are into. Next, 855 905 8255 on the rendezvous. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. The topic is weird things mm. yes. that turn you on. <laughs> yes. Weird things. Uh, like somebody was saying online, sweat. 
Like when my man sweats. I, I agree. Like if my husband comes home from the gym and he's sweaty, it's kind of a turn on Simon. Um, I, I've heard that before. I've heard you say that. I'm yeah. surprised. That's a turn off. I don't know. Like you're working out. It's like, hey, muscles. Um, let's go to the phones. <laughs> Monica listening in Temple, Texas on Mix 104.7. Thanks for being with us tonight, girl. What turns you on? I'm not sure if it's the weirdest thing because I feel like every man should do this, but it's when he's just quiet and he's listening so intensely to me and his eye contact is out of control. Okay, so at first when you said when he's quiet, I'm like, yes, when you don't speak or breathe, it's so, I'm so hot. When you, like, don't get in my air. Don't come, like, I don't want to see you. That is so hot. But you're saying eye contact and, like, listening intently. Oh, yeah. Active listening, right, Monica? Oh, hyperactive listening. He's just, he's, he's a very good listener. His body language is always on point when he listens. His eye oh. contact is so strong, and it just turns me on. I see that. I can see that being a turn on. Monica, I, I think you, you made a great point uh, for all of us men to understand how important it is to listen to you actively. And yeah. we can tell when you're just right. nodding and, along oh, and, and, yeah. and not really but paying attention, I, when you're dead in the eyes there. <laughs> what you just yeah. said, Monica, is very precious advice for all of us. Yeah. So I think it's, it's great. Yeah. Thank you We're so much. Married. Yay, because <laughs> he's a good listener. That's why. Thank you so much, Monica. Yeah, from calling in from Texas. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us. Mm-hmm. Love dating. Romance, relationships, and all the advice that goes with it. That's um, us. Simon Marcel, I'm Angie Taylor, and let's go to the phone. Simon, 855-905-8255. Someone needs advice here. It's Tamron listening in Avondale, Arizona on Mix 96.9. Hey, Tamron. Bonjour. Hi. Hi. What can we help you with, darling? I just had a baby, and I just feel like absolutely disgusting lately i just feel like i've lost completely lost my sense of self Mm -hmm. i'm wearing sweatpants all day Mm -hmm. i have like baby puke on me even at the end of the day like i don't even want my husband to touch me because i've been touched all day by a baby (laughs) and i'm just feeling like i'm a shell of myself and that i'm just feel so gross right now well, first of all, Tamron, um, congratulations on baby. Yeah. Although I know, I know this feeling. <laughs> How you. old is baby? She's five months old. Is this your first? Yes. Are you feeding, breastfeeding? Yes. Okay, girl, pull up a chair because what <laughs> you just said, every single new mother knows exactly mm. how you feel. Anyone that's ever had a child birth a child knows exactly this feeling Simon and I, I get mm-hmm. it I get it Tamron I've been there I felt the exact same way um, it's so hard to get back to who you really are because you're a utility you feel like a utility at this point rather than yeah. a sexy human being because your whole life is just catering to a yeah. baby you feel like a cow feeding your yep. baby cow yep. all day seriously yep. um <laughs> And not a sexy human being um, because you aren't. You don't have time to shower. You barely have time to go to the bathroom. It's stressful. It's tiring. Your body isn't where you want it to be. Your hormones mm-hmm. are all over the place. You just gave birth. Your body did a lot of work. And it takes a minute to go through that. It took nine months to get you to that place. It takes at least that long to feel normal again. Mm-hmm. You have to give yourself a break. I know it feels gross. I tried 
to make sure that I had help. Do you have help with the baby? A little bit. I mean, my husband helps me, but he works. And so I'm on maternity leave. I go back in two months. So I'm just like home all day by myself with this baby. Like I don't really see anybody. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like not myself It's isolating. I have a question. Do you feel... Obviously, Angie's been there, and I have not, obviously. But do you feel like, you say you stay at the, the house a lot, that if you started to go out with your baby outside as the weather's going to change to better and better, would help you maybe change for that? Mm-hmm. So maybe going out, um, seeing other moms like that, being part of yeah. a group would Are be helpful? Are you at that point where you're, you're getting out of the house or no? Well, yeah. I mean, today it's really nice out. I went out for a little walk with her. Mm-hmm. But the feeling um, sexy part—that's hard to get back to. I'm not going to lie. And you know what will be very helpful is the fact that you are going to go back to work. That's going to help a lot, honestly, because that was your routine. Your routine is completely different. It's you don't have a routine anymore. It's it's all out of whack. Also, no, Angie. it's crazy. Like I feel like my entire identity. Like I don't even know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like one way for my whole life and now it's just like all of a sudden i'm okay wearing no makeup my hair i haven't washed Mm -hmm. my hair in like a week put the makeup on wash your hair put that dress on put like whatever you have to go shopping because the old stuff doesn't fit get something sexy that fits now Uh, you know it might not be the one that fits forever you might go back to your size you might not Uh, who knows you have to find time for yourself i know you say your husband helps um, but maybe like if you can get somebody to come in and watch the baby so you guys can go out on a date mm-hmm. and feel yeah. like yourself again, have adult conversation. Don't make it about the baby. Make it about you too. And, you know, get, That's good like, advice. go date your husband and, and just yeah. remember who you are and know that this phase, the, the one thing I can say, what you're feeling right now, I promise, promise you, it will not last forever. And we all go yeah. through it and we all feel like, who the hell am I? It's not, right. This is never going to Things change. It gets better and better and better and better. But just trust it. In the meantime, you know, try to do little things mean a lot. Little, little things. Be social again. Yes. And mm-hmm. no guilt. Have no guilt. No guilt. You know? Amen. Oh, that's hard too, right? That's impossible. <laughs> no mommy guilt. Gu- hey, listen, my daughter's 13. The mommy guilt never goes away. You just have to manage it, okay? Thank you so much for calling, Tamron. You have a, a, a huge hug from yeah. every mom that's been through oh, it, and especially, you. yeah. And, and from me too. From Simon and Angie, yes, for oh, sure. Oh, you guys are going to make me cry. No crying. No, we're here, we're it's, here. it's the hormones, girl. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more Thanks. of The Rendezvous next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. My heart just broke for our last caller, Simon uh, Tamron, who called uh, five months, new mama. A uh, sweet new mom. Doesn't feel like herself. How do I feel sexy? How do I reconnect? And, and that made me think of something, Angie. You, I think you gave a great advice. By the way, you've been there. But, so yes. nobody better than you can actually Every mom knows that. that feeling. Yeah, right. yeah. But then on the man's side, they did the baby together. Yeah. Right? And now it's time to, to work again together. And if I was the father, I would really take away the guilt so that she can go out a bit more, do things together. Take the pressure off her. Fresh pressure off who can help watch the baby when we go out. Yes, you, but goes to the, gym. If, the man has to make those plans. You know, yeah. take some of the pressure off her. Tell, make sure that they have a sitter. Make sure you make reservations. And, plan a date night. And tell her that, that she's beautiful. I yeah. mean, it's something I think women need to know because we mean it mm-hmm. that a pregnant woman has a unique glow that is extremely beautiful, and a woman is given birth as a different glow that is as beautiful. Right. And men needs to say that to their uh, wife or mm-hmm. girlfriend, mm-hmm. 
honey, you look beautiful today. I, honey, I love that. I love your eyes today. Look at this beautiful yeah. face. I know you doubt it, but don't doubt it. Listen to us. And guys, just step it up to well, the plate. And Say, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because we had this baby together. And yeah, we did it together. As a right. new mother, you're such a, like I said, you feel like a utility and you're doing everything all day for somebody that can't give you back a thank you. They can't say thank you. Mm-hmm. They can't say I love you. They can't say you're the best mom. So guess who has to do that? The one that helped you make that baby. That's right. Tell your wife, tell your the baby mama, whoever it is in your life, you're a great mom. You're so beautiful. I appreciate you. Gosh, moms... Women, we need so much to hear that we're appreciated. Absolutely. Everybody does, especially after you have a baby. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the physical aspect of it, of your beauty. And that will turn us on, honey. You know it. And get those engines revving. Thank you so much, Simon. <laughs> yes. Do your job, daddies. That's oh, right. Step right. it up to the plate. <laughs> More of The Rendezvous next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, mm-hmm. relationships. We love to take your calls, but you can go to any of our social platforms, Simon and Angie on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Send us a message there if you need advice. We did have someone slide up in the DMs, yeah, we did. Simon, with this question. Uh-huh. Uh, so the guy I'm seeing has an air mattress that he sleeps on every night. Okay. I find it odd that a grown man would not have a real bed, a real mattress, and I want to know what you guys think of that. Is it a sign that he's still a boy, and should I date or dump him? Simon. It's, I, it's, I think it's maybe economic, that maybe he had enough money to buy a real queen-size bed or something like that. So I would not... I would ask the question, or I would just see the rest, you know, of the of how he is, how he acts, where he takes you mm-hmm. out, right? Let's say the man has a difficult time economically, just have an air mattress. I don't know how old he is either. Right. It, it's fine at 20 years old. I would not even worry about it at 20. At 30 more, at 50, you know, I don't come back. Don't you think, Angie, uh, that it depends on the age? I don't know. If you can afford your own apartment, right? Yeah. How, how do you not have a bed? But is that a deal breaker? Yeah. You think so? Okay. <laughs> That's just me. I, I, I'm a weirdo. I don't judge on the size of your bed or the size of, or is it made of water or air or whatever. Water? There's people have, I'm definitely walking bed, out if you have a water bed you know the, Reynolds. The, That's so like old timey. I know a friend of mine had, still has one. Still? Yeah, back in Ohio. Those are not fun for ooh-la-la, by the way. I've never had ooh-la-la on the bed water. I have. And? Doesn't work really well. Why not? Um, Because the waves of the bed don't match your waves. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I Counter stream. So you say... I say give him a chance. Give him a chance. Find out the deal, the backstory. Don't judge the man on, okay. the, on the, the size of his bed. There you go. Okay? <laughs> I, I can't even say anything else after that. There's your answer. Thank you so much for the DM and more rendezvous when we come back. Hey, girl, hey. It's the rendezvous (laughs) with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Uh, We are love, dating, and romance and relationships on this show with our French romantic Simon Marcel here. And you are beautiful American realist who keeps this show real when I have a tendency to go too in the la-la land. In the la-la land. And Angie brings me back to earth. We need a little la-la in our love lives. The ooh-la-la and the la-la. Yes, la-la-la-la-la. And if you need advice, we are here to give you all of that. 855-905-8255. Needing advice. Vice in St. Petersburg, Florida. Here's Elijah listening on Mix 100.7. Hi, Elijah. Hi, bonjour. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. What can we help you with? Um, so I'm having a hard time connecting with women while dating. I guess it's more I can get a first date, and then it kind of is is a problem I don't know. I don't know. Like an interesting. I'm, I'm at an interesting point in my life where I've, I've 
kind of switched careers. Like I'm in the same vein, but I've kind of started from scratch. And okay. I'm getting to the place where like momentum is really building, but I, I'm still a ways off from like a secure place. Uh, I'm 32, and I just feel like the the women that I've been going out with, I'm just having a hard time connecting because I feel, I don't know. So it's interesting that you say you're having a hard time connecting with the women you're dating, but all we heard about was your career trajectory here. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm wondering what those two have in common, because if you're trying to connect with somebody, it's not about where you are in your life, what it's your not, career is like. It's, it's not a job interview. Right, so are you too focused on the job and where you're at? Is there an insecurity or, or what's going on here? Well, I feel, I feel like that once uh, the women get to know me, like my problem is, is they don't think I'm in the right place for them. Okay. So Does you're insecure about your place in life? Not really because I know where I'm headed, but it's clogging me up relationship-wise. But what makes a good uh, first date to a second date? The desire. Okay, what is the engine, the energy that fueled the desire to go on a second date? Desire. To get to know you, to maybe French kiss you, to really romantically have an attraction. It has nothing to do with really the description of your job or where you are in life. You go after 10 minutes on a date, you either have an energy of attraction, mutual, sometimes not mutual, it's just one-sided, and that's okay too because that can happen. But all these dates, did you have any personal attraction for the women you were sitting in front of? Yes. Okay. If you're feeling insecure about your place in life with work or whatever it is, there's got to be other things about you, about your childhood, about your friends, about your desires, where you want to travel, like what your hobbies are, things like that that are interesting date conversations that have nothing to do with your job. I'm sensing uh, that you're not very sure of yourself. And women can smell somebody who is not confident from a mile away. And I think your confidence might be killing you on the first date. The good news I have for you is date and love is all about how many times you try until it's the right person. It doesn't matter that you had 100 dates went wrong. What matters to Angie and I is that one next date, when you're going to call us back and say, I found the one or somebody you know that was really attracted to you me. Connected. And we went. So I don't want you to worry. It's like online dating. People say, I've been online dating and it oh, doesn't yeah. work, and I, f- and I saw 100 profiles. Don't worry about the amount of people you went on sure. uh, on a date or not. It's all about that one person. Right. You don't have to make an effort. Yeah. Just be yourself. You could be the most interesting man in the world and not have great first dates. It's the connection that it's, Simon is saying. It's all in the connection and desire instead of you and her. Yeah. It's either there or not and, there. And be confident. Don't go in defeated, right. you know? Just nothing to lose. Yes. Own who you are. Own your life outside of this job in that position and go from there and be confident. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck, Elijah. I want to talk about good first date conversation, things to talk about, Mm -hmm. things to not talk about, um, how you connect with someone on a first date to make sure you get a second date. There's a lot of people that you and I both know. They're the, the king or queen of a first date. And never a second date. Why is that? Where's mm-hmm. the block there? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had our caller on the line, uh, Elijah, who was talking about the fact that he has a lot of first dates, not a lot of second dates. A lot of this conversation seems to be centered around, where am I in life? I don't know where I'm in my career. Uh, there's a confidence thing. Simon, what do you think are some good first date conversation topics? 
So really, um, you want to know where the person is from, their hometown. You want to know what team they love, what sports they do, what kind of routine they have in terms of some people love to take walks, some people love to, to take the bicycle, some people love to play golf, certain terms have music. So it's all about finding the compatibility in the lifestyle. Yes. It's yes. not about personal questions, it's about keep, lifestyle questions. Keep asking questions until something sparks familiarity. Yes. You know, what music do you like? Oh, you like that band? That's my favorite band. Have you seen them live? Oh, we should see you when they're on tour. And let's, exactly. You know, something that... Stuff like that. Where do you want to travel? I would really like to go to Paris. Oh my gosh, I'm from Paris. Exactly. Let me tell you all about Paris, you know? Exactly. Um... Other people's business. People love celebrity stuff. So, you yeah. know, what do you think of that couple broke up or would you have done it differently? Everybody's an opinion right. on pop culture. That, that's great, too. Anything that is not, I would say, a self-centered, arrogant, creepy or heavy or, or heavy. heavy. Yeah. Forget heaviness. Laugh. Listen, there's no, nothing better for all of us than a first date that we laugh a lot and we, we just put the guards down. And for that, talk about lifestyle. Don't talk sure. about, you know. Keep it light. Oh, absolutely. Because you want to be with somebody that makes you feel light and happy if you're on a first date and it's already heavy what do you think the rest of the relationship is going to be like absolutely yes Simon. nobody wants a heavy weight you know on their neck on the first date like, right oh, i have to carry that from now on great advice thank you simon marcel oh, thank you our french romantic always has the answers now <laughs> you're going to ask questions when we come back ah, i look forward to that okay. the not so newlywed game with you and your husband jason That's is right. on next on the rendezvous this is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's time for the not-so-newlywed game. You know it. Um, so every Tuesday, we have my husband on the phone uh, mm-hmm. where we air at our dirty laundry. Hopefully inspiring you to have conversations with your mates or maybe call in yeah. with your stories. And do the same. Yes. Yeah, so hello, Jason. Bonjour. Hello. Our question of the night, I know you're going to love because it's one of your favorite stories to tell. Go ahead, oh, Simon. Uh, Jason, you have the privilege to go first on this one. As usual, be 100% honest. When did you have your first fight with Angie, and what was it about? <laughs> go, go ahead, Jason. Let's air it out, shall we? <laughs> okay. Um, so our first fight was we were in Philadelphia for a wedding uh, uh-huh. for a, a former coworker of Angie's. Yes, and the night my before, former we producer. All, uh-huh. We were all gathering, and we were talking, and there was um, a, a girl that was there that talked about a guy that she used to kind of hook up with. And Angie, like, it was like, kind of part of the discussion. And a girl goes, well, you know, Angie, you used to hook up with him, too. And Angie was like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And now I was like, now I felt lied to because Angie was, like, was adamant that she didn't hook up with this guy. But this other girl, who seems really trustworthy to me, um, was, was going on and on. Like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Really? And yeah. It was early in our relation, early enough that like it wouldn't have been a big deal if Angie had said, "Oh yeah, you used to date him, or we soaked up, whatever it was." But no, babe, wasn't it like the first time you met any of my friends? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is the so, first time I bring him out with friends. So uh, listen, we're gonna tell you what happened and who the girl was and and how it all went down. I, I can't yeah. wait to expose this person for the for, who is it for the for the shady that they have in their soul deep inside next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. Right now we're on my relationship with my husband, Jason. Hello. Bonjour. 
Tuesday nights we play the not so newlywed game. Mm -hmm. Simon, you asked the question of when did you have your first fight and what was it about? And Jason, you've been uh, describing our first fight was the first time I ever took Jason. We were new, 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 new dating. Brand new. I took brand new. I took him to a wedding in Philadelphia. My uh. former producer in Philadelphia was getting married. Right. And there was somebody at the table who was insisting that I dated her boyfriend as well at one time and said in front of my husband, didn't you date also the guy that I dated? <laughs> who dared? No, 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 no. no, no. Wasn't that you dated? Oh, you used that, to hook up with him. Right, right, right. Ah, thank and, you, Jason. And for the record, because this is part is important, uh, he was a professional athlete. Yes. So like they, that's oh, that the too. last thing you want to hear as a guy dating of a girl course. for the first time is that the girl you're in love with was some professional athlete's like side chick. Right. So I'm sitting here <laughs> saying, no, I never dated this person. Why are you saying this? Hello. Looking this person in the eyeball going, mm. <laughs> New boyfriend here. Why? Why would? And for the record, I never did hook up or date or anything. Oh, you did not. Never, never, record. never. This athlete was on our show frequently, and I don't know where the association came from. But let's ask um, our executive producer, Jill. Why? Because it was Jill. Jill. <laughs> Jill. Jill. Was the yeah. reason we had our first fight ten years ago. Sabotage. Wait a minute. Talk about it, Jill. Listen, it was tequila, Jill. It wasn't Jill. It was tequila, Jill. It was after many, 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 many shots. So when you drink tequila, Jill. I haven't since. Do you oh, really? know? Somehow you become a fiction writer. Yeah, apparently. And make up stories. I really, for some reason in my head, thought that you we had all you had been with him. I don't know how I got that in my head or whatever, but I didn't Great. know that. It is. I it's know. very crazy. It's very super crazy. You just said we. Did you had something to do with this athlete? You said I you mean, said we. We had a little thing. She oh, had now, a thing. Okay, the we. So thing. Jill right. had a little thing with this athlete. Yes. But Angie did and not. Somehow, the, like, <laughs> like a projection. I don't know how this athlete got passed around to everybody, but I wasn't part of that equation. And now I'm trying to convince the guy that I just started dating that doesn't know to trust me from anybody. That I did not, where here's my friend telling him otherwise. <laughs> it's she's true. got no skin in the game. She had no reason to lie. Except for tequila. Like, so to this day, she's got no reason to lie. We don't know that you become so, Dr. Seuss on tequila and I tell all no these stories. I had no idea either. Yeah. It was really quite a night. I don't even remember. <laughs> and the weirdest part is I didn't even realize I caused a fight until like the next time I saw you guys, which was like years later. Yeah. Jill. I had no idea. You, you can tell I us I learned now. something about Angie that night that when she's mad, she cleans. And we were oh, staying yeah. in a hotel, and she cleaned this hotel, this hotel room, like she was getting paid for it at three in the morning. Yeah, she because I had all this sink and everything. I didn't want to fight. <laughs> I didn't want to yell. Um, I had all this energy, this like n- these nerves, and this. I didn't know where to put it, so I started cleaning the hotel. Listen, so, well, I have to say though, you guys made it through. It was a nice <laughs> test of your relationship, and you're welcome. That is true. Thank you. There you yes, go. Thank you. You know what? Jill did us a favor. Here's what Jill is. Right. Jill right. is um, a. Re- she's a therapist. She said if they can make it through this, right. they will be together forever. Exactly. I guess you, so. Look at you, thank married. You. Look at you. You're welcome. Happily married. Hey. In love. Should, so now you should thank Jill. Thank for you, Jill. You're welcome, Jason. Jason. What about you? Well, I, yeah, thank you, because once I realized that my wife hooked up with a former athlete, we still got over it, that it was okay to marry her. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> I didn't. I, I give Jason a lot of credit for getting over that. Because, oh, uh, to be he's honest, not, he's not he doesn't it. know you that. No, he's over it. But if he yeah, doesn't know you, you guys right. newly just dating. That's how in love is with you. See that? Because if it's me, <laughs> if it happens to me, 
I mean, Jason, I'm telling you, I would not take it well, and it would <laughs> really take time for me to recover <laughs> from. Look at Jill's no, Cupid. Proof of love. I mean, proof of love. There is no uh, love without proof of love. There's no love without proof of love. Exactly. There is no love until your love is tested by your backstabbing friends. <laughs> that is what the Chill. real message is. Tequila Joe. And this is, by the way, this is still one of my husband's favorite stories to this day. At yeah. any time he introduces Jill to anyone, he's like. In a like, group full of people. Oh, yeah. He'll tell he, everybody. He loves to tell this story. <laughs> oh, it is yeah. a great story. Thank God our love story. Don't try this at home. That don't. If you, don't. This don't. is a one-time story. Don't think that should happen every time. Don't ever bring Jill to the party where you're bringing your boyfriend for the first time. The right. Jill. That's the lesson. Thank you so much, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Sorry, Jason. Thank you, guys. Bye. Stop apologizing. Okay. Bye. She still apologizes every day. Every day. Ten years later. All right. More of the rendezvous in Tequila Jill next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of the show, please check out simonandangie.com. You'll find our podcast there. Uh, lots of great relationship topics. Weird things that turn you on. This started from your friend, Simon, <laughs> whose wife was very turned on by because his clean-shaven he face. He was so well-shaved. Yeah. yeah. Um, the not-so-newlywed game that we just played uh, with my husband, Jason. And, and then Tamron's call about not feeling very sexy after having a baby and not feeling like herself. Simon, that's where your awesome Simon Says came in. Thank you, Angie. I said, if your mate is not feeling like themselves, remind them why you love them and you're in love with them. Yes. Meaning, we had this call, uh, somebody give birth, many uh, uh, new mothers feel like a little bit not themselves, emotionally, physically, constantly, you know, giving and giving and giving, and you're yes. the husband, you're the father too, so take good care yes. of your wife, especially then. I think that can go a lot of Make ways. Not just with, Yeah, not just with uh, someone who just gave birth, someone who is not in a good headspace right now, right. your mate, your husband, your, your, That's for everybody. your child, anybody, remind that person why you love them because they're not feeling good about themselves, they're feeling insecure, they're having a moment, not confident, tell them why you love them. Absolutely. I love that, Simon. Thank you so Thank much. You, More of The Rendezvous online all the time, simonandangie.com. Also, uh, the show never stops on all our social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. More love, dating, romance, and ooh la la tomorrow on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.